Welcome to Reinventing Professionals, a podcast hosted by industry analyst Ari Kaplan, which shares ideas, guidance, and perspectives from market leaders shaping the next generation of legal and professional services. This is Ari Kaplan, and I'm speaking today with Mark Edinger, a vice president at Linguistic Systems, a language translation company. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great, Ari. How are you? I'm doing really well. I'm glad to talk to you today. So tell us about your background and your role at Linguistic Systems. I started my career at Westlaw uh, at their headquarters in Minnesota. I was there about eight years, probably visited in my time at Westlaw about a thousand U.S. law firms. And there was a nice connection between Linguistic Systems and the legal category in reference to translation. So that's how I kind of got involved with it. And, and my role is really business development and working on partnerships with Linguistic Systems. How does your company perform its translations? Linguistic Systems has been in business about 50 years and started as all human translation. So today we have about 7,500 translators in 115 languages. And so you have that piece of the business where you're doing human translation. And then, of course, what people are so excited about is machine translation. And we developed our own technology for machine translation as well. So we work in both areas. What type of technology does Linguistic Systems use to perform its translations? There's three kind of categories in the machine translation side. There's rules-based, statistical, and neural. And we develop 64 language pairs of machine translation that we host on Amazon in the cloud. So we can light up 100 servers if we're getting hit hard. From a machine translation point of view, we're typically maybe 10,000 files a day on the machine side. And on the human side, you can ramp up to 500 translators if you need to on a big matter. Can neural translation replace human translation? People think it can, and it certainly has its uses. For example, you're in an IP case with 10,000 files of Japanese and German, and to human translate it would cost you 4 to $5 million. Who's going to do that? Whereas machine translation, you could translate those same 10,000 files in one day for under a dollar a file, as an example, just as an order of magnitude. It has its uses if you wanted to get a gist of what those documents said. However, if you were putting in a patent in in four different countries, you certainly would want to use human translation. If you were submitting something to the court, you can only use human translation. If you were publishing something that was going to be widely read, you for sure would want to use human translation. So again, it has its uses, But in my view, it cannot totally replace human translation. But the technology is certainly getting better. And with the addition of glossaries and customization to the client's information, it is certainly getting better. But at this point, it can't replace it. How are your clients practically combining the two? I had a client that had about 3,000 pages of German and French. And they used our neural machine translation engine in combination with a client-specific glossary. And they had about 25 days to comply with a government request. And they used what we call the light post edit. And a light post edit is where you take the machine translation and then a human translator edits that machine translation to give priority to accuracy of meaning and correct terminology. So I say it probably brings it to 80, 90 percent accuracy for comprehension at about a third the cost. So in that case that they had 3,000 files, the bill was about $700,000, which sounds like a lot of money with 100 translators, 
but to human translate would have cost probably two to three million dollars, and we were able to do it in 25 days. So that's an example of significant cost savings using the combined approach with the technology and the human translator. The client was overjoyed at the end of the project. Is it similar to first pass review and second pass review, one using technology, one having a QA process? It's something similar to that. If you took the machine translation and you looked at it just to give you a sense of, is this even relevant or even in the ballpark? And then you use that process of the light post edit to improve your understanding of the ones that you think are responsive, then I think you could potentially say that. You recently announced an update to your translation plugin for relativity. What are the challenges of keeping pace with technology? We recently announced keeping up with relativity at 96 We're also working on Relativity 1, so we're keeping up step-by-step with Relativity. But as you know, the technology is getting much more complex, and we have a very talented team, and they are keeping up with it, but it, it requires a lot of specialization to keep up as the technology continues to advance. But so far, we've done so. This is Ari Kaplan speaking with Mark Ettinger, a vice president at Linguistic Systems, a language translation company. Mark, thank you very much. Thanks, Ari. Thank you for listening to the Reinventing Professionals podcast. Visit ReinventingProfessionals.com or AriKaplanAdvisors.com to learn more.